Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. Mm. College football week 10. We've got some big matchups, some college football playoff altering matchups. Alabama, LSU, and the big one, Georgia, Tennessee. We're going to go in depth in that with Chris Long, Stanford Steve, making Gunner the usual Friday lineup. We're going to do our 1v1 matchups in the uh, NFL week 9 preview. Y'all enjoy. We will be back tomorrow morning with The Freak Show. Enjoy. Steve. White Steve. Gentlemen. What's the word, man? Uh, Plenty going on. Plenty going on. Awesome weekend ahead of us. And uh, fired up. Fired up. How did – are we getting into picks yet? Or no, I was wondering. I always forget how the picks go. Not good. Uh, And I forgot to. No? I forgot to. Good for you guys. Not great for me. Not great for me. Um, Juan Manuel Sarundalo just lost 12 out of the last 13 points to lose 6-4 in the third in Ecuador. Or like Juan Manuel Sarundalo. So no doubles this weekend. Because he stinks. No, I went singles. I I took that (laughs) advice to heart, and it's not going any better. I was going to say, it seems like it's working like a charm. I just, I'm down bad. Steve, so we were just talking offline a little bit. Uh, A little peek behind the curtain here, your boy. And I'll talk about this on the Freak Show uh, tomorrow. You'll get the full rundown. But if you could go to a college football game this weekend, and you were like, a, you know, a dad that just wanted to get the fuck out of Dodge, yeah, would, and maybe Baton Rouge is too expensive to head oh. down to. Like, there's no flights in or out of that place. It's one of the most well defended places in America. You can't get there. <laughs> okay, but like, let's take Baton Rouge out of the equation, which sucks. Okay, because mm-hmm. I've tried everything, like helicopters. Mm-hmm. Linear air taxi. What the fuck is a linear air taxi? It's like a, a Cessna. It's got a 50% yeah. chance of crashing. Not doing that. What about running? <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> so if you could go to South Bend to watch Notre Dame uh, okay. play Clemson or or Madison, Wisconsin to, to watch, to hang out with Steve and watch mm-hmm. uh, Wisconsin and Maryland play, which one would you do? Take you out of it. Take your emotions out of it. 
I know more people in Madison, so I would say Madison. But a football game in South Bend is fascinating to me of what's going to happen. Okay, well, I can't wait to talk about that then. Madison's Mm. a fun place, and South Bend is not. Okay. You also have weather a factor in the Midwest this weekend, which I'm trying to keep my eye on. I am not good at keeping tabs on weather. I mean, we got uh, it's it's bad, way too confusing. Like wind. It's like math. Uh, no, we got like <laughs> you're like you don't want to be here. And, like I've math. seen charts with like rain and like yellow and green. Like this one has like red and brown. And then I just saw as it towards it gets brown. I just saw the words extreme. And in the Midwest this weekend, we've got A squared plus B squared equals C squared. And that's going to be moving in. The Pythagorean theorem is really going to I don't know what that is. (laughs) Okay. All right. Hey, Steve, I appreciate you guys shouting me out on the fucking Midnight Sports Center the other night. I got a bunch of texts. I was was on the porcelain throne, got off, and, and I got like 10 texts that I was getting skewered on national TV for betting Sam Hartman. How about that third quarter? The worst I've ever seen. It really was. And to make matters worse, I probably like Scott doesn't remember anything when I'm talking, but we were, you know, we come in on Sundays, obviously talking about Saturday's games, and he's got his winners. He gave out, I think, 11 last week, and uh, Louisville was one of them. And I was just talking and, and saying how, you know, we were we were texting you and I, and you texted me about the night slate, and you ended it with, I had Wake Forest. <laughs> and, of course, he takes the pre- – he's like, I guess he doesn't watch winners. I'm like, not everybody watches winners. All right? Hey, listen, but if you guys would text me the winners – When you're on the, the wrong winners. side, he's, he's, telling, he's told you for how many years you've been retired. Like, every – he's like, you're, you're on the wrong side. You're, oh, he, lo- he loves right – he loves yeah. to tell you you're on the wrong side. <laughs> loves to tell you you're on the wrong side. But no hyperbole, worst third quarter or worst quarter uh, ever. I mean, turnover after turnover. It was like six. Sack, pick, More like sharp. Everything. Because <laughs> he stinks. Yeah. In the third quarter. That's what uh, you, you see a bottom line. I'll say S. Hartman. Sharpman. Yeah. Um, where do we want to start today? That joke's free. Where do you want to start? Ah, that's good. That's a good point. It is my show. How mm. about how about yeah. the game you should be going to is in Athens, Georgia, Tennessee at Georgia, number one and number three, and number one's the Tennessee Vols. Yeah, that's sick. I mean, that's that's gonna be a great game. So many points though, Steve, and everybody's on the dogs. What's up with that? Well, everybody that rode Tennessee against Alabama is not going to give up now. Like they they think they got something here, kind of the same spread. Uh, but I think this is a totally different animal. Uh, when you look at this matchup, you know, I, I've been going in weeks prior just saying, to, I mean, I saw, I think like three weeks ago, somebody posted 11. And I'm like, that's that's way too many points. Yeah. Uh, and then I start diving in on Georgia and what they bring to the table. They get Jalen Carter back, their biggest difference maker up front. You know, Kirby prefers to play man coverage, which I think you have to do against Tennessee. And I understand if you don't have the guys to play man, you can't play man. But I look at Georgia's totality, their roster, they're too deep. You know, we know about the five stars. And I think you have to be sick of seeing teams blow zone coverages week after week, series after series against Tennessee, whereas obviously the most important thing is getting lined up, right, against that tempo, the little motions, the little shifts, uh, the trades that they do. So I think – 
Getting lined up is most important. I think you're going to see some bump and run against Tennessee. What do you do against that stack? I'm not sure. I still bump the, 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 the guy in the line of scrimmage. But I think that helps you in the screen game. And Hendon Hooker is a guy who's not a throw-on-the-run guy. He likes to sit in that pocket. And that offensive line for Tennessee has been awesome this year. Awesome. One of the best uh, – one of the, the probably the unit that has exceeded my expectations more than anybody in the country, and you know you hear about all the time with Tom Brady get him off his spot right. Hooker when he runs he's running to get a first down or get yardage. He's not a throw and run guy. So I think Georgia can get pressure with minimal guys. Uh, you know play minimal guys in the box and and get to that man man under too high uh, to help against Tillman and help against Hyatt. Uh, so I think it's a fascinating matchup. I think Georgia's going to score at will. I really do. Wow. I love the way this offense matches up with Tennessee's defense because of the strength of that Georgia O-line. Tennessee's had, had some games. T- Kentucky's awful on the offensive line, and Tennessee played their best defensive game last week against Kentucky. That's why. That's why. Now you're going on the road. And I said this about Ohio State last week. I want to see these teams on the road. That's when I know exactly what you have and you bring to the table. So you factor in Tennessee's O-line going on the road and Tennessee's defense going on the road. I still lean towards taking the points because it's more than a touchdown. Uh, but I think it's a dead over game. And I, yep. I think Georgia wins the game. I I, I, I do. Yeah, and Georgia has to win Saturday, right? Because if if not, um, if they're not SEC East champs, it's hard for them to get in, right? I would think so. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, you have to you have to feel like if you're here now and you're in that top, whatever ten. Uh, I mean, we got North Carolina and and Illinois that have out outside chances of making the playoff, but those teams you you have to win out. You you can't afford a loss, not knowing. What's going to happen down the lo- down the road? And for the first time, as we've talked about for weeks, multiple conferences have multiple teams alive. So you you got to treat every game as a must win. I know they already are. That's a pretty cliche thing to say. But um, yeah, you you can't afford a loss because you don't know how anything's going to play out. And this one, you probably miss out on playing in your conference title game, which. Conference title winners are going to get the benefit of the doubt over teams that possibly lose this Georgia-Tennessee game and possibly Ohio State-Michigan. What number choice was Josh Heupel in Knoxville? Mm, And are these coaching searches just total crapshoots? Well, I think Heupel, you know, the AD came from UCF. Heupel, he hired Heupel at UCF. You know, Lance Leipold. Uh, was at Buffalo. The AD at Kansas, I believe, came from Buffalo. He hires Leipold. I, I you know, um, the AD at A and M was was the guy that went to LSU, and that's why that link to him and Jimbo was forever until that got nixed. So I think it's more of what have you done for me lately? If you're getting promoted as an AD to a bigger school. I think you obviously have that book of contacts that has uh, helped you get to the situation you're in now. So I think it's more of a who do you know. But I I know where you're going with this, uh, Macon, and just the idea of it does feel like a crapshoot sometimes with names that are just out of the blue. Uh, You go back to, um, you know, Les Miles going to Kansas. Uh, Things like that just come. You're like, how does this happen? And you wonder how many – 
options were there before that said no or weren't interested or you couldn't get. So I, it is kind of a um, uh, a hypo, you know, with no go, going back to what happened with Shiano, you know, you thought Tennessee might want to win the press conference. I don't think Hypo did that, but man, they are sure happy in Knoxville now with him. I think if you win the press conference, you lose the press conference these days. Look at Nick Sirianni. <laughs> Among the names mentioned in connection with the job were SMU coach Sonny Dykes, yep. now at TCU, Minnesota catch coach P.J. Fleck. Throwing the <laughs> boat. That just would not be a great cultural fit, would it? Penn State coach James oh. Franklin, this is when Hypo was hired, and Clemson offensive coordinator Tony Elliott. Tony Elliott and uh, at Virginia, and we, you mentioned um, shockingly good units. How about the defense at Virginia? Did you see what they did to Miami? I did. Week? Depending on the number, if you got two and a half day game, winner, it's a winner with the cop, yeah. with the Wahoos. That's right. No touchdowns. Okay, Bama, LSU. Um, I don't really want to talk about this game. <laughs> it's just such an expensive game. I can't get down there. Baton Rouge. Is- well defended. You, right. should, you, you really are calling Baton Rouge. You're not visiting at all. Just calling Baton Rouge. I'm going to yeah. be FaceTiming Baton Rouge. Uh-huh. Rosillo is going to be FaceTiming me from Baton Rouge. Um, but this is the game for, for control of the SEC West. Last five meetings at LSU, Bama has allowed a total of 47 points with uh, two shutouts. And I don't think um, LSU's won at home against Bama since, I think, 2010 or something like that. Did I read that right? Yeah, that's, that's, that should be right. Golly. Okay, so what happens here? Well, you you touched on it. The atmosphere, I, I mean, I don't care how expensive it is. Guy in your position should be at this game. If he said he was going to go, that's just, you know, to me, Ooh. you know, breaking a promise. It's going to cost me $18,000 uh, to fly down on a private jet, Steve. That's a couple more podcasts. Okay. Just do a live one from the plane. They got can't Wi-Fi on those bad boys. I can't do that, Steve. Perfect, perfect sales opportunity. Now, if I was on Midnight Sports Center, I got it. Mm. Got it. Got Mention it. his name right. a few more times. Get that Q rating up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just I, – I wasn't shocked to not get a response from Macon knowing that. He was already in bed. But, like, minutes prior, he had texted me about our, our picks in on this podcast yeah. and uh, the final <laughs> one coming through for somebody on Monday Night Football. But he just couldn't hang around uh, to see bad beats, uh, I guess, for, you know, what was it, five, six more minutes. You didn't, anyway. text, you didn't text me after I texted you? I was working. Okay. But, nah, like I wasn't on the. I didn't. What happens if you get a real estate call while this podcast is going? We have to pause it because <laughs> so you can take the call, right? Yeah, but I don't understand what you're saying. I thought there was like a group text about the about C Long being mentioned on on Bad Beats, but I don't see any other text message. So hence, no, there wasn't a group text about hence, that. Chris the, Chris texted me on the side because he missed it because he had okay. a visit to go to the bathroom. That's well, you, that's what that was. Yeah, I was in the bathroom. I had an excuse. I want to get a TV in the bathroom. Why don't you? That's a good question. Now that I can do, Steve. Waylon's got it at at night for for fridge talk and bathroom visits. Like Waylon's in bed. Take his iPad. Get the app fired up on the iPad. You're right. That's true. That's true. Mm. It's got little handles. It's green. It's made of foam. (laughs) A little. Yeah. So. um. All right. Uh, The game in Baton Rouge. Uh, I've been lucky enough to be at a ton of these games. It is the best atmosphere I've ever been to, and I've been texting people in Baton Rouge, just be happy that I'm not there because I didn't see an LSU win against Bama in, I think, the four trips 
that Bama took while I was at those games to Baton Rouge. Some brutal losses. I think today is the 10-year anniversary of T.J. Yeldon's touchdown. When you want to talk about mayhem in a stadium going to crickets, it was that night on that play. It was unbelievable to see in person. But when I look at this matchup, it's totally different. Um, I look at a team in transition with LSU who has exceeded expectations. They're 10 in the playoff rankings, and that's a credit to that staff of Brian Kelly. A lot of people took their shots, but I think there's some stability there now, and I think there's a foundation that they're moving forward with that has been a, a, a reason for you know success. I'm not sure LSU is built for this kind of game. It's going to be 60 minutes in Alabama with that foot on the gas nonstop with Bryce pulling the trigger, I think is a lot to ask for LSU. This isn't this isn't Florida. Um, you know, it's not it's not Ole Miss. This is Alabama. This is Will Anderson. This is Dallas Turner coming in against two freshman offensive tackles for LSU. And I think that combined with Alabama's offense over the course of sixty minutes is a lot to LSU uh is, is a lot for them to handle. So I think it's an over game. Uh, I don't want to give the 13-and-a-half knowing that the back door will be open, uh, but I think Alabama uh, gets the win. And to me, I also have a, a tough decision to make on the Alabama defense. Um, I expect them to play better because of that matchup I talked about, but they went to Texas, the defense played well. They went to Arkansas, they were all right. They went to Knoxville and got their doors blown off. So how does that defense respond and go on the road? I don't think there's that, you know, get lined up issues uh, that they had at Tennessee. Uh, you know, LSU's going to want to run the ball with with uh, Daniels at quarterback. But I think a week off, Georgia, uh, Alabama getting more tape on him and seeing how quick Daniels will run if he sees that lane open up and, you know, off the off a pass. I think Alabama will be disciplined in their pass rush and not give him those lanes. And I think they make it tough on him for 60 minutes. So I, I think Alabama wins. Dude, Alabama, how many points are they going to score, guys? You know, because I uh, might look over. at a team total. Whatever. I'm guessing it's like – what is it? It's 50, 56 and a half. and a half. So you're saying 35-21? Yeah, I was like 37-24 uh, in my in my little brain. I could see I could see that going over. Okay. Okay, cool. They do Team drop total. passes though and they commit penalties. Yeah, they, they got a ton of drop passes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 21 drop passes, which is one drop per 8.2 targets. 37 points. They're number 124 in the country. Mm. Yeah, 37. Okay. At least he won't be watching like a greatest game ever played. No, 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 no. Yeah, won't exactly. Be, I want this missing. thing. I want this game to suck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. What what what's the third biggest game making Gunner? Texas at K State. Yeah. Texas laying two and a half in the little apple. Mm. L. Roberson led Wildcats are Deuce Vaughn. I love Deuce Vaughn. He's so little. The Michael Bishop-led Wildcats. I want Deuce Vaughn to go to the pros so that when he scores touchdowns, the offensive linemen lift him up in the air by his hips. That's like one of my favorite things. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> you know, and they still be like, I can pick you up. Well, some dude's doing that to Josh Allen on the Buffalo sideline. That's a tall order. No, that is a really tall Literally order. Literally a tall yeah, order. Yeah. So what do you think, Steve? I think this line reeks. Uh, I think everybody is a little recency bias here with Kansas State because of them blowing the doors off of Oklahoma State winning 48 nothing last week. I look at Kansas State as a team that Texas has pretty good success in the past against. Texas is off a bye after their debacle against Oklahoma State. And just think about how that plays out. Texas goes and loses to Oklahoma State. 
Oklahoma State goes to Kansas State and gets killed, and now Texas is favored at Kansas State. Something smells fishy to me. I trust Sark in that offense to do things. Um, I, the weird, the line is weird. I think it's telling you to take Texas, so uh, take them. And uh, I think I think you'll be all right. I think Texas is going to ascend. I could see Texas with this game and then a matchup against TCU uh, at home next week. Uh, I think we could see a Texas TCU rematch in the Big Twelve title game. Yeah. So let me ask you about TCU. Um, they've been uh, behind in the second half more than Clemson this year. Eight second-half drives when trailing. Uh, they got a win out. TCU has four wins over teams that were ranked ahead of Bama and Georgia. Like, how do you how do you stack that up? Like, they, they have more quality wins, but they don't have those, like, huge wins that a few of the teams have. And they've also been trailing. Like, they've had to battle back in the second half. Like, what do you think about TCU's playoff chances? Oh, uh, it's tough because I, I don't see how they're ranked behind Alabama in the playoff rankings. Uh, I think that's bad. I have TCU too uh, because of the body of work that you mentioned. You you can't take away from what teams have done. And most importantly, they haven't lost. They haven't lost. And I don't understand. It's one spot. Why can't we have all the undefeated teams ahead of the one-loss teams? And Alabama, I just touched on it, you know, Barely won at Texas. You know, they, they're talking about Arkansas as a great road win. Arkansas is not even in their rankings. Yeah. So you go, and I know they didn't have Bryce Young against A&M, but they're life or death on the, on the goal line there against A&M. And we've talked nothing good about A&M all year. No. So I, I don't see, when you stack body of work, uh, I don't see how TCU is behind Alabama. And then the, the Boo Corrigan says, you know, the, the chair for the committee says, well, we went with a more balanced team and we feel like Alabama is more balanced than TCU. Okay, I get it. But there's no way you could say that about Tennessee being more balanced than Georgia and Ohio State. Tennessee's defense is way below Georgia and, and, and Ohio State's uh, defenses. So if you're going to use that criteria for those two teams in Alabama and TCU, you're not using it for the top three because you're wrong if you assess Tennessee's defense being better than Ohio State's and Georgia's. You're just wrong. Uh, so I, I didn't like how they, they described that, explained it. Um, I don't have a problem with Tennessee being one, but if you're going to use that criteria for the body of work, then you should use it for TCU and have them ahead of Bama. Yeah, no question. Okay. I, Tell them, Steve. I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see Bama miss the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, some new blood. Well, you um, could go Baton Rouge, and if they lost this weekend, you would see it in person. Yeah, well, you know what, Steve? We've been, According to my group text and my buddies, they voted stay in Charlottesville. Hmm. And uh, right. throw, throw down on the farm. Oh, so spend the some idea. Money, spend some money locally. Spend 18000 locally. Steve, hold on. That's the idea I came up with, and yet I can't even get an invitation. We'll talk about that on the freak show. I'm your I'm your best and oldest friend. Texas at TCU. I have two little kids, so I, I've been staying home recently. You can't throw me on a group text. You don't like being a group text. I like I you like, exit them all the time. Well, I like to be on them and then exit. I don't like to not be on them ever. Yeah. If you're here in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. Sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. WinBet is basically giving you free money. 
Don't turn that down. Don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. The best moments in a sports fan's life are in football season. I'm not talking about September. I'm not talking about the first week in October. I'm not even talking about the second week in October. I'm talking about when it gets colder, the temperature drops, the games get bigger, the hits get harder, and you can curl up and watch some meaningful football. I like to do it with a Miller Lite from the fridge and a cold frosty mug from the freezer. Frosty mug, meat, a cold, beautiful can of Miller Lite from my fridge. That's teamwork. We come together, we can make a great play out there, and the, and the best play to make on a Sunday is a nice cold Miller Lite and a frosty mug at home. That's my favorite thing. Maybe a fire in the fireplace. Yeah, now we're talking. But Miller Lite, it's an original, and it's more than that. It's been a fan favorite since 1975. The best part, no matter how your team plays, Miller Lite is always a winner. The perfect beer for Sundays, I gave you the, the hot tip. Having that frosty mug is a lot like having home field advantage. I mean, like, it just makes everything better for your boy and your boy's friends who file in every Sunday to enjoy cold, ice-cold Miller Lite uh, at, at, at my house. I mean, we have a lot of people over, and I got to have the Miller Lite stocked up. A lot of light beer cuts back on the most crucial ingredient, flavor. Just 96 calories and 3.2 carbs for 12-ounce serving. Miller Lite, quick on its feet. Heavy hitting on flavor. No wonder it's been MVP from day one. This football season, enjoy the sweet taste of victory with Miller Lite, the original light beer. Find it pretty much anywhere beer is sold. Go to MillerLite.com slash Greenlight for delivery options near you. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. I have a question for Macon. Yes. Did he see all four overtimes inside the stadium? Nope. Nope. However. I was listening on the the AM radio in my car, dude. However, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if you heard of this. My kid had a RSV. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Recovering. He'll he'll be fine. Um, Is he able uh, to trick or treat? Well, he's a baby. He's he's two and a half months old, so not really. Yeah. But we went to like not even, uh, not even in the stroller or anything out. No. Okay. Well, you know the RSV, like it's contagious. Yeah. yeah. So, so we it. had to stay home. Still yeah. has RSV? Right. No. How long is the incubation period there? Uh, it ended. It ended this morning. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yep. Uh, Texas Tech at TCU. We were just talking about TCU. Eight and a half. Um, be careful. Be careful. Be careful. I just I just think about the people that have gone the non-believers at TCU that have gone against them in these week like you talked about the run against ranked teams and then everybody loaded up against them last week knowing that it was a you know a sleepy game early kickoff at West Virginia tricky line seven seven and a half whatever you had with West Virginia you lose on a fourth and one jump ball offsides play they go for it they score a brutal beat if you had it. So I'm saying I'm not one of these people, but if I were, I would have Texas tech in this game because you can't get off. 
you got to go back and get your money. I know you probably don't have much in there in mm. the account, or it might be minus, depending on how what kind of site you use and what kind of people you deal with. But I would think you got to go back against TCU in this spot. Uh, early kickoff, boys from Lubbock coming in, old school Big 12 game uh, where, where the offenses are the keys and maybe Texas Tech hangs around in, um, in an early kickoff for TCU knowing TCU goes to Austin next week in a primetime game. Okay, and uh, I don't know why this is in the doc. UVA-UNC. <laughs> For anybody out Be there careful. that cares about UVA UNC, is UVA favored in this game? Uh, no, no, that would be a misprint okay. in the dot. Okay, I was like, ah, I don't know what I've been looking at. Okay, they're that catching. That would be a stinky one. They're catching seven. I was like, maybe we should be. I was like, did UNC's entire team get hurt? Okay, UVA catching seven and a half. Um, South's oldest rivalry. Real quick, Steve, can we hang in there with these guys? I think you can. Okay. I, I really do. I, I, I look at North Carolina. TCU and Tulane. You look at all those teams going on the road, or no, TCU's at home. Uh, Tulane and North Carolina are going on the road. You have you've gotten to this point. You're at week ten of the season. You have everything you want in front of you. Don't go on the road and ruin it. Tulane and North Carolina. Tulane possibly a a possible game day trip for game day to go to New Orleans oh, cool. uh, in the in the coming weeks. Uh, don't go on the road to Tulsa and lose that game. And Carolina, don't get caught sleepwalking in Charlottesville. Um, you know Virginia could you know, hang their hat on something if they were to pull off a win against a ranked team. Not sure how often that happens. Uh, I'm sure Macon has yeah. those numbers. So I, I'd be wary of North Carolina and, and, and Tulane, and I throw TCU in there. Given more than a touchdown against an inferior opponent, when you look at it, my eyes tell me North Carolina should be given more. Uh, so just just be careful out there giving those points uh, on the road. Well, Steve, yesterday was the anniversary of Warwick Dunn being stopped short of the goal line in uh, 1995. Uh, right. Remember that know. game. Yeah, well. They're going to say no. They're going to say no. Yeah. Just How old were game. you guys for that game? I was 10. Yeah, 9. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That was highlighted okay. childhood. Hey, we talk about uh, – past performance and sometimes being indicative of future results in 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 ball yeah mac brown's never won in charlottesville oh wow and he was including at, at texas and yeah and he was at he 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 never he never think, played us when he was at texas where ricky williams came and that lost. was before him that was yeah. before him yeah. but he's been here a bunch as coach of of carolina the uh, 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 previous stint and this one and has never walked away with a win okay i'll take that how about a little bit more acc here clemson at Notre Dame, yeah. uh, what is the line in this game? I think three and a half. Yeah. I, I, again, Clemson's, they fall in that category. You have everything you want in front of you. You're at four, which tells me the committee, I think if you run the table, you're going to be in. So no matter what happens to other teams, I feel like you have a pretty good sense of controlling your own destiny, if people want to use that saying. I just look at Notre Dame here in this spot. You know, Horrible losses, uh, you know, to Marshall and Stanford are already on your resume. But when you look at this matchup, I really like Notre Dame's defense against Clemson's offense. Clemson, pretty vanilla. I got to think D, uh, DJ Uyunglele has had a long two weeks, uh, you know, after getting benched. How does he come out on the road in a spot where he played great two years ago, but Notre Dame ended up winning that game? But I'm not sure I could get there with Notre Dame because of their quarterback play. 
Uh, he's going to be asked to do things in the throwing game. They just don't have the guys that separate on the outside, and I think Clemson swarms them uh, with that strength of the defensive line. I think there's one thing you could count on with Clemson, that defensive line travels. And I think it's a tough spot for Notre Dame. But I do think Notre Dame is going to hang around because of their defense. Isaiah Foskey, defensive end, uh, seven sacks already this year, was was a game wrecker against Syracuse. Um, and Notre Dame has played two great offenses on the road this year in Ohio State and North Carolina. They played great in those games. Uh, and now they come home, they get their home crowd against Clemson. Uh, I, I wonder how stubborn Clemson will be running the football. Do we see DJ run the ball more with some QB runs? I think Notre Dame, you might see that, knowing that they need to run the ball, and they, maybe they do with the quarterback runs uh, with their great tight ends and, and getting, um, you know, creating those extra lanes on the outside, whether it's, you know, tight end and wing or motion your H-back, things like that, just to keep Clemson's offense off the field. It's a really, really interesting matchup with both defenses, uh, which should dictate. I think it's a very low-scoring game. I think it's a field goal game. So if this goes up, maybe you wait and see if this one goes up maybe to, to five or, or, or even higher, uh, knowing that, you know, the people that – see this number and know or have a, a pre-mindset uh, pre on Clemson being a dominant team, this line will get juiced. But I think it's a really, really tight, low-scoring game. All right, that's, that's college football. Roback activewear. Best way to describe Roback is best fit, best feel. When it comes to quality, Roback just blows it out of the park every time. First, Roback's new performance hoodies are a total game-changer. Maybe the softest, stretchiest hoodies in the game, from college athletes to professionals to podcasters like me. People can't take them off. The best thing about wearing a rowback hoodie is when, when you see somebody else wearing it, you give them that nod because they know and you know, we get it, we're rowback guys. Second, rowback's performance polos are the only polos we wear. Even if you're not a polo guy, these polos are perfect for a night out or a day on the links with the boys. Their prints are cool too. Trust us when we say the only polos we wear are Roback polos. Third, Roback's performance Q-zips bring a new meaning to the word comfortable. Perfect for a run around the block or a day in the office. They are the definition of versatile. Best part is NFL guys are rocking them all over the league. You know, you got guys like Quentin Nelson wearing them. We got our guy, friend of the program, Sam Hubbard wearing them. It's fair to say they're taking over. Now Alabama stud Will Anderson is the newest sponsored athlete. That's big news. Ryan McGee is the best player in the country. Might be the Heisman Trophy winner. Go check them out at Roback.com. Professional football. Yeah. Um, you you want to start by figuring out who's sleeping the best? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Helix Mattresses. Who's sleeping the best award? Use code, Use greenlight. code greenlight. Whoever's sleeping on Jinx. a Helix mattress. Jinx. We got a Jinx. 200 or so bucks. Uh, Juan Manuel Sarundalo is sleeping the best. Uh, you lose 12 out of 13 points to, to finish a match. Yeah. I mean, dog. Yeah. Dominant in the first set breaker. Mm -hmm. And then kind of tanks the second set. Figure you're gearing up for the third. Yep. And then wheeze down his wee little leg to losing three to uh, some guy named Choinsky. Choinsky. I'll go. Uh, I'll go to the Chiefs, man. Andy Reid off a of bye. I mean, we've heard plenty about that, right? And mm. it's nice off a of bye. You're like kind of already like super rested up. It almost feel like feels like the the clock gets reset. 
your body clock like you feel like you're just walking into training camp again you, your body back and then you get to to sleep in on sunday because you got a home sunday night game watch all the games maybe take a nap i think that the, the kansas city chiefs are sleeping pretty well with tennessee coming to town that line is 12 uh and a half or 12 um and that probably tells me it's malik willis time is or is that a Tannehill line I think is the expectation. Uh, that's a lot of points. Yeah. Maybe that tells you something. Well, I think I think you get down to seven fourteen that the tractor Cito doesn't run as well. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um okay. Steve, who's sleeping? Well Russell Wilson goes to London, gets a win, doesn't have to do high knees to get loose. Bye week, he is sleeping well. Russell yes. Wilson, look out AFC West. I'll add on to that, uh, the doctor, Dak Prescott, after hearing all that, all that rush stuff, rush versus rest. Yeah. Rush, rush versus rust. Yeah. I had a really good joke about midweek, but it was a week too late. We'll workshop that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll circle back to it. Uh, he puts up 49 points and now is on a bye week himself. So Really efficient. Got a chance to watch that game yesterday, really sit down and watch it. He was really efficient. You know who else looked really good at times was Justin Fields. I think we're seeing some positive momentum. I keep waiting for it. I keep waiting. It's only been two weeks. But uh, my confirmation bias has me waiting uh, with bated breath for him to look awful, and uh, he, he has not. I mean, uh, so far, so good. Uh, you know, like he, he threw a couple deep balls um, outside the numbers against Dallas that were beautiful, and he really does hurt people with his legs. They test the edges. I mean, Chicago, they're looking a little bit better offensively. Steve, do you think Velas or Velas Jones Jr. is good? Yes. Okay. Yes. Little Mooney, little Claypool. Do you, little yeah, I, I like the Claypool thing. I was saying this um, earlier in the week, um, and I believe Green Bay was going out to try to get Claypool, and I think they were offering the same compensation. But I think uh, I think I think Pittsburgh thought the, the draft worse, pick will be yeah. better. Um, so, and I'm not so sure. I don't know about yeah. that. <laughs> you know, I'm not so damn sure because, anyways, but, um, yeah, I, what the fuck were we talking about? We were talking Chicago about Hills. Justin Fields. Justin Fields, but then we were moving on to something. Claypool. Maybe it was the picks. Oh, Claypool. Claypool, he's a big target. You know, like, you got an inaccurate quarterback. I want Feed a big him. catch radius guy. You know, help Feed this him. guy find his accuracy. And in the meantime, how about a guy with a wingspan like he's in the NBA? You know, so I actually yeah. like the fit. I, I like the fit. Some people are like Chase Claypool. The thing about Pittsburgh fans is there's so many, and they're so down on guys like Juju and Claypool, and they just their team's not great. So it really, it really cloud it clouds the the national perception of these guys. I really do think they'll he'll be better somewhere else. I really do. I, um, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Let's Chris, let's give out some locks. Yeah. Um, Steve went three and zero last week. Yeah. Got the Browns on Monday night, yeah. which no brainer. Yep. He got Seattle beating the Giants, Raiders Saints under. That was twenty four nothing. You know, I I went three and zero with mm-hmm. Washington, New England, mm-hmm. Miami. Miami was a was a clown square public pick and shouldn't have won. That was the uh, wrong side. Go ahead, Steve. Can we rewind the tape to how pissed he got last week because all his picks were getting taken? <laughs> well, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Seemed so, to be he weighed out all right. No, you know, all yeah, the yeah. Crying I had to listen to last week, and now look at him. Now he wants to gloat three and zero. These weren't even his <laughs> picks. 
gloat. Yes, gloat. yes, this is your gloating. Oh, uh, I didn't mean Fact. to get here, but here we are talking about the standings and, uh, 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 you know, three and oh, no big deal. I mean, like, legitimately screamed, went into the corner and fucking threw a tantrum over Houston. Well, you don't and- even want me to read the text he sent Monday night, Chris, after I completed a three and oh week. I, <laughs> or do you? No, I do. Okay. Hold Listen, on. that was the culmination of a lot of things going going bad that day. I lost some tennis matches. Something else had happened, and then you took Houston, which was a stone cold lock, which just happened not <laughs> to did not work out. No. There it wish, is. Yeah. Steve, good pick on Cleveland. Stephen Macon goes six and zero. Screw Chris. I can't believe I don't get more time on this podcast, and my name hasn't been on it yet. I look forward to getting my name on the podcast. He's such a shit man. <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, I didn't put up much of a fight there, but in the future, yeah. what I text you is uh, is for your eyes only. So, 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 let's give him out this week. Because I still got some ground to make And then Chris went up. one and two. One and two. That's the that's the the Niners one. Giant Seahawks. We landed just just under that fucking over. Um, and then Houston, not even close. You were on the wrong side of it from the the start. Yeah. But they came through with that teaser, Steve. I put him in a big fat go. teaser, catching eleven. And Brandon Cooks, who is no longer a Texan, I'm pretty sure. Uh, only in only contractually, his mind, body, and spirit is elsewhere. Um, he he had a big catch, like a circus catch under yeah. a minute. Davis Mills, they didn't do shit the whole second half. That was a big cover for your boy. So I didn't give a fuck about these picks. I give a fuck about my wallet. Uh, who cares about people's wallets out there that are taking these picks to the bank? Steve mm. and I are tied at sixteen and eight, and and you're you're tied. For, you're you know you're alone in third. That's why they're going to pay me the big bucks this year because the book doesn't want winners given out. Right. Mm. You're at, you're at eleven. I'm so just doing this for the book. Two weeks, you could player. be right right back in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll be, I'll be back in it. Why don't you start Starting right now. Okay. I'll start with Arizona. Oh! This is just more interesting than anything else. We're in the same garage again. That line stinks. Stinks to high heaven. And, and, right. and Arizona, you know, they, uh, they, they looked good <laughs> for stretches last week. And I had them catching four. And I'm, I'm not going to let the hot stove scare me. Dog. So they've played already, yeah? Uh, Cardinals at Seahawks. They lost 19-9. No DeAndre Hopkins. No DeAndre Hopkins. That's all I need to know. What comes up must go down. And then also, like, Seattle's due. Yeah, and the line's dopey. Yeah. That's a great pick. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll probably, it probably won't hit, and you'll gloat over your whatever you're about to say. Um, Steven, would you like to go? I don't know. We're tied for first, so really I don't know why. I, I yeah, I'm going to – I'll go – I don't really like this pick, but I'm taking it. But I'm principal. Uh, I think Frank Reich giving, oh! uh, get, getting rid of his offensive coordinator uh, is the last straw. And and there's the most disappointing team in, in the league to me this year. And who are they going against? Uncle Bill. Bill. Uh, I I hate giving points, but I'll take Belichick minus the five and a half. Oh, whoops! I was on the other side of that, and I might. Uh, so might, you could take yeah, the dude, other side. Go ahead. He, he Let's get ahead to head. Yeah, go well, head to head. You know, I'm not. Right. I'm not listening to, you know. <laughs> I know every word he says. I know. Uh, I might. I might circle back. I'm not yeah. going to do it yet. Okay. I'm. Uh, I'm going to go to Jacksonville, Florida, and I'm okay. going to take the Las Vegas Raiders, laying a point and a half at at last check, and that might have changed. 
Um, at some point, their players play Waller, hopefully included in in that group, yeah. and, and they win a a game they're supposed to win. I mean, it, they didn't they didn't go back west. I saw they stayed on the east coast, right? The Raiders, yep. that's big, right, Chris? Good move. Love yep, that. That is a big move. I love that. They come. They okay. come closer. Rally mm-hmm. around each other. Mm-hmm. They're in a hotel right now, just rallying. Yeah, they're in a in hotel ballroom. Just they're just yeah, 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 yeah. We're coming to get yeah, 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 yeah. They've played a bunch of get to know you games. A lot of icebreakers. Yeah, and they're mm. they're 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 very talented. They just put up zero points. Yeah. So this is yeah. this is a zag. This is when you when you score a bunch of points in yep. Jackson. Okay. That's good. Okay, it's me. Hmm. Yeah. It's hard to find winners on Thursdays. On Sundays, we're not too bad, but on third, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. It stops now. It okay. stops now. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh wow! I don't even care that you know that All I'm right. gonna. Uh, oh, the, yeah, you know I've what I'm saying. Thursday night time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna go with the Eagles, man. Tonight, nobody's watching in Philly. Everybody's gonna be watching the the uh, the fightings. And uh, the Eagles are just going to put their head down and take care of business. We got this. Oh, and you mm. got that. It's under 14. Yeah, but it's under right? 14, so it's 13 and a half right now. Is it 13 and a half right now? Yes, yep. sir. Okay, well, should I use my half point here? What was my first pick? My first pick was uh, it's squarely at two, so I don't need that it's, there. It's actually one, on and, it. one and a half. Oh, I don't need that. Uh, I, think I'll, I think I'll take my, my half point here. Okay, 13. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you push, you don't get the win. No, yeah, you're right. That's thank you for talking me through that. You're welcome. I'm not going to take my half point here. Okay, Steve's up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the Bears. Not gambling. Plus points at home. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a great pick, man. I think it's a good thank pick. You. Miami's had trouble with quarterback runs. Secondary, you know, maybe we're overvaluing Miami a little bit. You know, with the arrival of Chubb, the defense isn't going to fix get fixed immediately. You know, they're going to score, but I, I don't know. So, so, so you see. The subtraction of Roquan, which makes perfect sense, mm-hmm. and the addition of Claypool. Is that a team that's like, all right, they kind of believe in us no, next year? I think it's, I think, uh, and I said this earlier this week, Steve, I'd be interested to hear what you have to say about it, but I believe, like, even if you're punting this year, you don't punt on surrounding, you know, the guy that you're going to be evaluated no. on with the right weapons because that Correct. person can get ruined mentally. You can't collectively ruin a defense mentally. Like, I've tried. I've been on that defense, you know what I mean? Like, for four or five years in St. Louis. And we, and we were fine. Once help came, we were ready to win defensively. Yep. But I've seen, you know, Sam Bradford. I've seen, you know, quarterbacks that, you know, whether it was getting shelled because you didn't invest in the offensive line or, you know, you didn't give them any weapons outside. Like, that affects their muscle memory, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and their mentality. So, I, 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 I yeah, I, I think... They're saying next year, but this year for Justin Fields uh, and his growth. I am going I, to I Monday night. I'm Ooh. going Baltimore and New Orleans, and I'm taking the three points in the New Orleans Saints. Andy Dalton's been solid. Kamara is good. He threw uh, like seven touchdowns on Monday night against the fucking Cardinals. Just two was to Isaiah Simmons. It's two and a half now. Two and a half. Delightful. Ooh. Oh, not delightful. Yeah. That's where I might. Uh, if you just, buy it to three and you push, it's not a win. Yeah. Yeah. Does half point Friday make any sense? I don't know that it makes any sense. <laughs> does it need to be No, a it, it makes sense Friday? when you buy to a half. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Because if you right. buy to a half. Right. Yeah. Right. See, we helped each That's other smart. get there. Yeah. That's smart. That's math. Yeah. Look. See, it's weather. <laughs> <laughs> it's Big Ten weather right there. 
Steve's never looked at a map before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Doppler radar. Uh, look, I don't. Is that with the Doppler radar? Yeah, uh, that's a prevailing wind I just did with my left arm. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know about the Ravens. It it looks like they they're gonna win that division. Yeah, I, outside Andrews who got hurt. I I just I don't know how I like they Duvernay. do it. I like Duvernay. Does Dobbins get healthy? Is that a thing? You know. You're shoring up the defense a little bit, you know. The, the, the Gus buses. Lamar played his worst football the first half of the season. Not he wasn't bad, but he he missed on some big throws. Like I'm not going to bank on him doing that the second half of the year. Bateman's out. I, I just like the Saints more than anything right now. Defense looked good. Good. That win totals going a lot. Back, going back and watching that game Thursday night, I, I just love how Baltimore couldn't run the ball for anything in the first half and stayed with it in the second half and just wore on those dudes. Yeah. Uh, I think that was really impressive uh, by Roman and that offensive staff to know that's what they had to do to win that game uh, without Andrews that you guys touched on. Uh, but I, 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 like the, I like what I'm seeing from that offensive line uh, and getting some cohesiveness. So I think the Ravens are ascending, but maybe they went by one point and then everybody's happy. That's right. I'm trying to find six more wins for the uh, for for the Saints, Steve. Six, six? more, possible. six possible. It's possible. possible. This, the, the this Raven, is the this is a big one. This is a critical one. Ravens, Steelers, Rams. I could see us going to us. I could see us going two and one there. Niners, loss, Bucks, win. They're gonna win. Wow. Down, they're gonna win down in Tampa. Um, so they're over three and two. Uh, am I doing that math right? Falcons gonna win that game. Uh, Eagles, ooh, Panthers. Okay, it's going to come right down to the wire here. I think I can find six wins for the for the Saints. I think you need, I think you need Monday night. Need Monday night. You're right. I'm going to be Monday pulling night. for you. Don't Thank care you. about this fucking thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, is it me again? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Last Let me get one. back to hmm, hmm, hmm. A total? Ugh. I hate totals. Um, and I hate betting the Chargers, but the Chargers – on the road, really banged up defense. I know they get their injuries offensively. Ooh, I'll take the Chargers, man. I'll take the Chargers laying three points on the road at Atlanta. I know, I know, I know. It sounds stupid. I'm probably well, going to regret this. One. That's where you it's take your, your half podcast, point Chris. Friday. You do whatever yeah. the hell you want. Yeah, I'm going to take the half point, Mike. That's a good point. Yeah, two and a half. That makes a lot more sense. Or was he at three and a half? No, it's three. Okay. If it's three, if it's, it's three, three and a half, I'm not. Oh, it's three and a half here. No, it's three. You just bought it to three and a half. No, I, no, bought, I bought it to two, two and, and a half. half. My fault, my fault. Player, <laughs> math. It's math. Yeah, you know, watch Big Ten football, Stephen. Uh, what's the Buffalo line? Twelve or twelve and a half. Buffalo Bills eleven and a half. That thing. All right, I'll buy that. I'll buy that to eleven. I could not stand what I saw from Zach Wilson post game. I did not like how he handled that press conference. Uh, I think he's up against it. And now we got Tredavious coming in. Himes just for, just for, I don't even know, a luxurious um, option for Josh Allen. I, I think, I think they're going to go steamroll the jets. I, I can't stand what I've seen that's from good, that offense that's a good with Wilson play. back. Well, I don't know why just, just yesterday the line was at 13 and now we're down to 11 and a half. Hmm. 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 I'm thinking about taking a pick back. <laughs> <laughs> why Go ahead. You just, it's your podcast. Why don't you Green just light's a always on. I mean, it's it, you're not going to catch up. I get you. <laughs> Fuck you. Take four picks. The light is right. always green. Yeah. 
Um, I could see Bears Dolphins going over. Bears Dolphins over. Bears Dolphins over. What's that at right now? Well, that's looked up. I will take my third selection and by the half point the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. Ballsy. Numbers three. I'll I'll move it to two and a half. It if okay. So forty six. Nah, I ain't touching that. I ain't touching. Shop yeah. that line. That no was, offense. That was Dolphins. Overlords. Bears. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with. Uh, I'm going to stay with the charges. Bucks, two and a half. That poor piece of paper Macon has has looked like it's been gripped all day. Through the ringer, man. I mean, good Lord. So I go away from Indy. I do like Indy. Okay. Which takes us to our one-on-one matchup of the week, Mac and Sam. If Mac Jones loses at home to Sam Ellinger, even though they're never on the field at the same time, that's going to be a bad look. I'll go P.J. Walker going head-to-head with Joe Burrow. Uh, okay, so we've we've kind of taken a liking to – Huh? Even though they're not in the field at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, 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 that's cool and everything. But, yeah, I don't have a matchup. So, uh, <laughs> P.J. Walker and, uh, and Joe Burrow because uh, here's the deal. That line kind of stinks to me a little bit. I, 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 I like Carolina. I like Carolina too, but my fuck – why didn't we give it out? Because we're afraid. That's right. You know, it's seven points. It feels like a lot. And, uh, you know, like the the Panthers' defense is pretty damn good. Is there a reason that, that Joe would torch the Panthers? They just give up 37 to Mariota. I know, but that offense, Mariota's playing like Oregon My- Mariota. So I don't know. Another week without Jamar. I mean, he does that. T. Higgins is, a, as you know, a number one receiver. Yes. Tyler Boyd, very good. Yes. Yes. Joe Mixon. Yeah, that's fine. Joe Mixon had a hard time getting going the other night. Joe Mixon matching. Yeah. Another mm. half joke. Go ahead. I'm going to go Tom Brady versus Aaron Donald. Yeah, that's, mm. a, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's good, Steve. Is there anything? Oh, how could we forget the awards? I would oh. never. This is an NFL sandwich. So a Cochran Award uh, multiple-time yes. winner here. Mayor. Is that why Dan Campbell traded Hawkinson? Because he's going to go get Mayer? <laughs> it could be. It could be. He's a first-round talent. There's no doubt in my oh, mind. Oh, he's top I ten. Just, they need – Lions need a lot more, I think, on the other side of the ball. Yeah. Uh, even though I love lines. Rodrigo. But, um, yeah, I, I, he's got all the tools. There's no doubt about it. Um. Okay, who's the winner this week of the Cochran Award? Jalen Conyers. Tight end, Arizona State, big win in Boulder last week. Six catches, 108 yards, three tutties. Jalen Conyers, tight end, Arizona State, this week's Coughlin Award winner. Okay. It's a redshirt sophomore from Groover, Texas. He's a sure transfer is. from Oklahoma, six foot four, two 265. He's got game. Where's number 12? Don't see a lot of tight end 12s. Nope. like that. He, uh... He was a good basketball player or something because his Google image search got some basketball on it. He got some easy. I mean, we know the tight ends are the best athletes on the field. He just typifies this and yes. helps this cause, yes. which people still don't seem to understand. All right, Timmy Chang Award. 
Probably my favorite quarterback in college football got back on the field last week. Jake Hayner, quarterback, Fresno State. If you're not familiar, get familiar. Mm. The kid is going to play in the NFL. I'm not saying he's a first-round talent, but he's got all the goods. He's tough as hell. Brutal ankle injury against USC early in the year. Totally derailed Fresno State season, but they got a big win with their backup two weeks ago against San Jose State. They come back in an, one of the best onside kicks I've seen all year, Fresno State got against San Diego State. He helps them score late. They come back and win. I think Fresno State now is now the favorite to win the Mountain West, and it's all because of Jake Hayner, number nine, Fresno State Bulldogs quarterback. Okay. I was on the Bulldogs. That might be thanks to you. Was that they the didn't column? cover. They didn't cover? No. Well, I'm well, I think it, I think it was <laughs> It's just, just spraying. A direct deposit right now from my checking account. <laughs> To win bet. Yeah. Steve, that was enjoyable. Um, hey, why don't you come down to Charlottesville instead of Madison? I hear there's a good party at a farm. <laughs> I'll let I'll let make it can I can in can make it take my invite. Can we chart a game that we can all go to here in the next six to eight weeks that, that we can plan good. for? Let's let's do that. That sounds good. We are into November. No, I know. Notre Dame at Notre Dame at Navy in Baltimore Ravens Stadium next week. Twelve. Notre Dame at Navy hey. in Baltimore Stadium. It'll be a quick game. <laughs> and, and yeah, that's right. And, and then what do we do? We go to we the go harbor. To Baltimore. Just hanging out in Baltimore. Yeah, they got a casino. We'll mull it over. I got, All right. I like the crabs. Van Pelt's house. I'll stay in the second guest house. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like how he did that. It's like five minutes from his fucking house. I didn't even catch that. Okay, Steve, take care. <laughs> Bye, guys. Love Jeez. you. Love you. Love you. Yeah, you the tone guy, I'm kidding. I'm going to bite you with my friend.